0: Faster than a speeding bullet. Able to leap tall buildings in a single bound. Look up in the sky. It's a bird. It's a plane. It's this WAP doesn't lie. The No Bullshit Podcast. Now, here is your host, Felix Andreoni. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I got my co-host in the house tonight and... Hello, I like that applause. And, hello. and you know what today is? Shannon's there. You just stand by a minute.
1: Okay, I can barely hear you.
0: Can you hear me?
1: Not very well. I don't know why.
0: <laughs> it must be on your end.
1: Probably.
0: We could hear, hear you. We could hear you. Hey,
1: you can Eric. hear me, but I can barely hear you. That's strange. It's never let happened me,
0: before. Let me ask some other people in the room. Eric, right. can you guys hear me clearly? Let's see what they say.
2: Welcome to this. is
0: yeah. yeah, they can hear. So,
1: Shannon, it's got to be on your end. Well, I got the volume up, and that's very, very strange. It's never happened before. I've been on here.
2: Hello I, yeah, I don't know. Welcome,
1: Seth. Well, listen, I'm glad
0: you came in before we get into it. And I hope you can hear me.
1: I I can I can I can't believe this. I hope they're not messing with my phone because they know oh man. Oh, all so right. looking forward to this. I don't understand. My it's up all the way. Well, I mean Oh, that's the mic. Like, the mic's on.
0: Yeah, you can make out what we're saying, and- barely.
2: And I, Shannon, I can hear you very clearly. It's perfect sound. So maybe if you can't hear, um, when Felix just gives you the mic, just you know, tell your story and get it get it going. We'll do it that. Well, way. Well, she can. <sighs>
0: you can hear what we're saying, right? Barely. What What are you using uh, uh, to hear with?
2: Maybe you could just type let, let me
1: up. see if I can plug in my. Um-
0: Go ahead.
2: Hold
0: on. Try it and and even if you have to connect back in again.
1: I was just watching my show and there was no volume problem.
2: Well, Shannon's getting ready. Just wanted to say hello. But I'm telling you, I got some super,
1: super hackers that live that have been staying right here. So,
2: Okay, speak.
1: Yes, can you hear me? I can hear you great now that I put that in. Okay, great.
0: Okay, so.
2: Wonderful.
0: All right. Mm -hmm. So listen, tonight's show, we have Shannon here, and she has been tortured by this other person, and she's here to tell her story about what have happened to her. Now, Shannon, you have to realize There's going to be people in here that are not going to believe what you're saying.
1: Well, it it would be, I'm willing to take a lie detector test at any point at any time. Uh, I have a hundred percent proof. So if nobody Uh believes me, I really don't care because they just, they're just wouldn't believe anyway. So, but I have proof of this. I've, this has been quite a long while now. Yes. And, um, All right. So what I want
0: you to do is take us from the beginning um, of all of this has been going on. So as far back as you can, actually, maybe before you had this device implanted in you and and why you did it and how it happened. So everybody understands where you're coming from, because if you just jump in and say what's happening now, nobody's going to know what you're talking about.
1: So go ahead. Well, um, it was premeditated. Let me tell you that.
0: Uh-huh. Um,
1: I met a man named Scott Parker, who uh, whom I live with now. He's in went to war. He's gonna be back in a couple of weeks. Met mm-hmm. his family. His dad is a, was a police captain with the reserve. His stepmother was a doctor. Um, and right away, as I don't, I don't drive, uh-huh. and um, right away they started within like four or five times of meeting them. It would ask me all kinds of really strange questions. Do you drive? Do you have a driver's license? And uh, then other things like, um, what's your email? What's your phone number? I want to email you some uh, recipes because I like to cook. Mm-hmm. And I never thought nothing of it. So, um, And then, of course, they never called me. They never emailed me. I- yep. I'm trying to make this as short as possible because it's no, long. no, no.
0: You don't have to um, make it short. I mean, we
1: got an hour,
0: so go
1: ahead. Oh, okay. we got an hour. Okay, I thought we only had mm-hmm. 30 minutes. Okay, and then, um, the storm hit in two thousand and five, Katrina uh-huh. and these people were just she's real she's like a ghetto girl that became a doctor, you know uh-huh. so anyway she um they locked me out of my own home, um sent me on a bus to relatives I hadn't seen in twenty years, anyway, that point is where the the descent of our relationship it was never good after that. Mm-hmm. So, time went on uh, I was working at the Hilton as a bartender I now went back to school Now I'm a graphic designer and web designer Anyway, I broke my leg in 2007 uh-huh. And it was a pretty serious thing So, but then we moved And um, and really weird stuff started happening on my phone And um, she had I'm just trying to go back as far as I can um, I had a I had a toothache, uh-huh. and um, she prescribed me some antibiotics. She was never my doctor, but mm-hmm. she gave me some antibiotics so I could, you know, take care of the the wisdom tooth. Mm-hmm. Well, she gave me these antibiotics and told me to take them all, so I did. But not knowing, because I'd never been sick before ever, and yeah. um, and I did. There was like a hundred antibiotics, and so I got really sick after that. And there was no instructions on them, no anything. And, you, took,
0: uh, you took these pills all together?
1: No, no. I did oh, the 50, right. got a refill and did it. Oh, but you're right. only supposed to take like three a day for 10 days. Yes. I didn't know that. I've never had to take antibiotics. So I got yes. in a big old fight with Scott about this. that, And I think she was worried that I was going to sue her, which mm-hmm. I wasn't. I took the pills myself. Okay, so that ended. But I think that they were listening on my phone way back then. Mm -hmm. Okay, I was on the phone one day, and I had just gotten out of my cast, and it was a really, really bad break. It almost severed my entire leg. And um, and I told him, I was like, hey, I think I'm going to lay out and get some sun. And he said, there's nowhere to lay out. I'm like, yeah, right there by the water water fountain. Mm -hmm. So anyway, when I got up uh, the next day to go lay out, I um I'm like, boy, the, the yard guy really cut the yard really short because you could see like what looked like red clay everywhere. Mm-hmm. And um so I got my towel down and I laid down and then I'm like started smelling something. And it's like um is there a dog poo around here? And right. um then I realized when I rolled over and I'd rolled over on it, my arms and my legs, I realized, oh my god, this is sewage. Mm-hmm. Real thick sewage. So then, of course, immediately I went went in, took a bath, and, and that was that. So then I started, my toes started turning black, every one of them. I started to get these things on my body. Mm-hmm. But I still felt, you know, kind of okay, kind of tired. Anyway, then we had moved. We had moved, and I, we, we uh were downsizing because he was going to go to war. That's the second time he'd been to war. Mm -hmm. anyway moved into this place i was by myself this um cable company came in and said oh well we got to get to the upstairs uh so we're going to put this bar in your in your apartment and yada i'm like oh okay well whatever and um then i met these three guys well one who i thought was one guy it was three guys that were would dress alike Mm-hmm. pretending to be the same person. So anyway, then I started getting, I mean, these people are like terrorists. They they let you know they're listening. And um, I was trying to sell some Avon to get a little extra money. And then these people had moved in next door to me. One was a physical therapist. One worked at Turo. And that's where this doctor did her residency.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And I'm like, I said, you, I had.
2: Were you living ahead. on
1: um, government base, military base? No, no, no. I was living uptown in New Orleans. Okay. And um, and so anyway, I said, Hey, I'm I'm selling some Avon, would you like to buy some? And they're like, No, I'm a Chanel girl. And they'd be like, ha 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 ha. And Scott had just gotten me some Chanel from mm-hmm. over in Iraq. And I'm like, Oh, okay, that's kinda weird. But then people started saying stuff that I would only say in the privacy of my own home. I was mm-hmm. like, Wait a minute. Okay, so I met these guys, and then I was going to go play some pool. And they seemed to be kind of nice, whatever. Said they were from Turkey and had really weird accents and stuff, and they didn't sound legitimate to me. Looked like they had self-tanner on and were wearing wigs. And, <laughs> and yeah, it's, it's hilarious. They're like some kind of – they think they're spies. <laughs> and – um, yeah, you have to forgive me. Hold on, let me get something to drink. Go ahead. And anyway I asked one of them to take me up the street, so I wanted to go play some pool. And um they said, sure. So three hours mm-hmm. later, one of them took me up there and um uh, sitting down there at the bar, I had my drink in my hand. Then all of a sudden this guy comes in through the side door. I mean, I have mm-hmm. proof of all of this. And um didn't even look around. Didn't even do anything. Grabbed, mm-hmm. grabbed, looked at me. Grabbed a bar stool, turned the bar stool towards me, and started chatting me up. And I'm like, oh well, okay. He look harmless. So anyway, we started talking, and he started telling me about oh, him and his wife got in a fight, and that's why he walked over there. So anyway, he got up and he's like, um, you want a drink? And I said, oh sure. Go ahead. Go ahead. So then he walked to the corner of the room where this man was sitting by himself to give mm-hmm. you kind of a visualization. He kind of looked like Stephen King a little bit, but with, you know, his eyes weren't so close together. And he handed him something.
0: And the guy that was going to buy you a drink.
1: The guy sitting in the corner. Yeah. Anyway, he um, handed him something. I didn't see exactly what it was, it was actually small. So Mm -hmm. anyway, he's like, okay, I'm going to go to the bar and get you a drink. So anyway, he stood up there, kind of his back towards me. Anyway, make a longer story short, uh, he told me that he was a doctor and he had worked in Metairie, which is a suburb out of New Orleans, Mm -hmm. and um, gave me his card and everything. Doesn't mean, you know, it was legit, but he did give me a card. And we started, he handed me the drink. We started talking 15 minutes later, you know, I stood up and that was it. That's he went out. I had a brownout, and so he he evidently put some kind of drug in your drink. Yes, he did, and so anyway, I'm like, oh, I got to get out of here. I got to go, and he's like, okay, I'll walk you out. Mm -hmm. And uh, no, he didn't say that. All I remember is coming to, and I'm walking down the sidewalk down St. Charles, the the right way towards my apartment, Mm -hmm. and he's like, no, your apartment's over here. And I said, I'm sitting here like woozy, going, Oh my God, I just met this guy. How does he know where I live? Yeah. yeah. And I mean, I could barely walk. And so he takes a right back towards the the Mike's Avenue pub that we were at
0: mm-hmm. and
1: goes one block down. Well, there had been a sewage leak there too. It's like they had some big outbreak of sewage, you know, busting all over New Orleans. Uh-huh. And but a pit had been dug out. So the runoff of the the road, you know, wouldn't get into traffic. Yeah. So, and it even had a uh, yellow tape around it. And he walked me straight into it. I was up to my chin in raw, thick, red sewage. Now, was he in it too? No, no. And I'm like, oh, he's a doctor. He'll help me. So when I reached around and looked at him, he was running off. If it was two inches deeper, I would have drowned in raw sewage. And it's not like the—I mean, like sick, like excuse my language, like red it's diarrhea. Shit. Listen, was, you didn't see that. You didn't know you were walking into that. No, because I kept going in and out. This drug was like really powerful, yeah. and so I mean, I was literally like, oh. "That's
0: crazy, though." What What would this man gain
1: by walking you into uh, well, basically a pile of shit? You I know, I'll tell you that it's coming. Because what comes from uh, toxic sewage, you can either get a bacterial infection, a parasitic infection, uh, or a fungal infection. Yeah. And so when that happened, I I don't know how I had the strength to pull myself out of it, but um, I did. And I had to walk three blocks home covered in sewage. Mm -hmm. finally got to my apartment. Thank goodness I had an elevator. And the woman who cleaned that elevator will never forget that because I went crazy when I went into the elevator going I can't believe someone just threw me in sewage and so I put my hands all the way up the wall I mean it was everywhere Mm -hmm. so then um, the next morning when I got up I mean I literally just went home and just just passed out and um, got up and I looked down on the balcony and there was the man who drove me to that nightclub where was he? He down was below. Down on the second floor by the pool. And he said, uh, he looked at me and went,
2: Oh shit,
1: and ran as fast as he could. Then and then I knew right then and there he had something yeah. to do with it.
0: So you and so you never seen this man before?
1: No. They were they were living no, no. Prior to living there, no, never. Mm-hmm. So what happened then? Okay. So then after that I started getting really sick little by little mm-hmm. each day, getting sicker and sicker and sicker and to where I sleep all day and every part of me hurt. And then in 2000 and, um, 10, I had a heart attack. Oh, wow. Yeah. I had a heart attack. And I went in and, um, I had to have a triple bypass and, um, then I kept waking up and I woke up and then I was in a different recovery room.
0: Uh-huh. Like,
1: Wait, they moved me. Why am I moved? And why do I have 15 IVs coming from my neck to my feet? hmm. And I'm like, oh, my God, what's happening? And there was this nurse um, who kept saying, I got to check on you every hour on the hour. And uh, I'll never forget a face because I have a photographic memory. And, um, so I saw her at least 10, 12 times. So the mm-hmm. day that I left there, they x-rayed me for the last time. I was only there for six days. And, um, <clears throat> they said, uh, when they, after they brought back from x-rays, the nurse was like freaked out, came in there, pretty much pushed me off the bed. It was like, you got to get out of here. You got to get out of here. Put me in a wheelchair and practically threw me out of the hospital.
0: And then you went home.
1: Yes. See, what had happened was it was a different team that came in there that did Mm -hmm. not – they had an inside man who worked at the hospital, but it was my boyfriend's stepmother, Janine Parker, who Mm -hmm. had a – I guess they had to pay people off on the floor or whatever because they did a second operation on me when I was heavily sedated from the first one. So you
0: didn't know this second operation was even happening?
1: Right, exactly, and so when I got home, my father actually came to visit me and help me, you know, because I was recovering from open heart surgery, mm-hmm. and um, and I I had this humongous bru bruise from my boobs to my r- lower feminine area. Mm-hmm. I go, Dad, don't you think this is strange? And I got a double scar here.
2: Yeah, I'm why here?
1: Right, and why I'm like, why is it my chest bruised? When, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's my belly from side to side. And, now, did and, you
0: call the hospital and say, what the hell did you guys do to me? Why is the. Well, see,
1: you know, I why- didn't I didn't know that anything was wrong yet. Uh huh. And uh till so they turned the machine on six months later. So I, I just being, thought it was
0: normal. All right. So you you mean turning the machine so people don't know what you're talking about. So turn the machine on for what?
1: That still remains a clue. I think it's some kind of weight loss machine of some kind. But the thing, though, is is I wasn't fat then.
0: Mm-hmm. So, so now you're saying that when they turn the machine on, that's the device they put in you.
1: Yes, yes. And it started when I was sitting on my bed six months later, still in recovery from the heart surgery, because it takes a while to recover from that kind of surgery. Yeah. And all of a sudden, I'm sitting on my bed, And all of a sudden, it's like a shock, like went from the base of my spine to Mm -hmm. the back of my head, just like flipping on a light switch. Then after that, it was constant vibration, like, eh. believe me, you know, when a machine is inside of you, it was not nerves. It's not anything like that. So did you did you
0: call the hospital then?
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah. What did they say to you to never come back? And why? They wouldn't give me any reason why. So I went and got my medical records. And, of course, nothing like that was in there. So they wouldn't take my calls. They wouldn't do anything. So then I proceeded to try to get a lawyer. Mm-hmm. And See, by this time, they, they were already, those men were the men who were the coders and the hackers. They had already been on my devices pre-surgery. Yeah, they broke into my mm-hmm. bank account. They did all kinds of stuff, and I didn't realize that. So every time I'd call a lawyer, they're like, "We're not taking any new cases right now."
0: Now let me ask you this question: Did you go to any other place, any other hospital, or any or any other doctor, and say, "Listen, I I want to yeah. want a friggin' X-ray. I want to know yeah. what the hell is in me." Did you I've do? Been,
1: I've been to every single hospital in Louisiana. It is a massive cover-up. Um, because she is best friends with the woman who runs Oshner, all of the Oshners in Louisiana, she could hire, she could fire. I mean, they own everything, everything. So they and, wouldn't, have,
0: nobody would x ray you.
1: Oh, no, they'd x ray me, but they wouldn't show me my x rays. Yeah, they refused. What would they, they tell you? To, There's nothing. What would well, they tell you? This one lady showed me some x rays of my back. And said that it's scoliosis. I have no scoliosis and never have had scoliosis. This thing was a massive cover-up. So do
0: you, the- have any, do you have
1: any proof yes. that there's something inside you? Yes. Well, see, they put other technology inside me. They put these speakers in my ears and thing in my jaw. I tricked them. And I went to the dentist and got a three, 360 x-ray. This is what scared them now. This is why they're torturing me. This so thing, you do
0: have you do have oh, physical yeah. Proof.
1: Absolutely an and everything. Yes. Yes. And this is why this is going to be a billion dollar lawsuit or more. So do you have a lawyer that's going to do something about it? See, you don't understand. See, that's the thing. These she got her people to move in around me. So I'm saying I can't even believe they're letting me call you. Something has changed. And um because I'm able to call you. Otherwise, I mean, they'd shut my shut my phone down. <coughs> Excuse me, I'm getting hoarse. Um, I don't know. Maybe she's decided to defeat. I don't know. But ever and I've got proof. It took me a long, long time. I'm like every time I keep calling a lawyer, it sounds like the same man, the same woman. Yeah. So finally. So,
0: so what happened then? So what they are you were forwarding
1: do? my phone. And to, like, a call center, and I, I have, this is all documented. I was trying to call this firm Bizu Law Firm, and they sound so genuine. Genuine. They get, like, actors or people who, this is like an organization she has hired to, uh, I guess they had really super high hopes for this machine, but it it broke inside me, too, and they realized that they're not going to get this thing on the market, and, um, but I have absolute, they've even pretended to be the attorney general. I've tried to call the attorney so, general. Now, uh, listen, uh,
0: I mean, I'm going to let people call in and ask you questions, but sure, I'm, I'm playing devil's advocate now. That's fine. That's fine. Why would this, why would people choose you to do this to you? Why?
1: That I don't. Oh, because who better to, because her husband was a police captain they uh-huh. can use their police resources. And plus I lived with their stepson who would do it. In- they, all they have to do is say, oh, you're going to be cut off if you don't. And he helped them. So, I mean, lit- you know, who better to. It'd be easier to quarantine or um, get on somebody's devices if yeah. they're part of the family, sort of. You so, know what I mean? And really plus, just- I didn't have a car. It's not like I could just get up and run away.
0: And wants to ask you questions. Is your sure. your
2: relationship with the um, what is he um, stepson to this lady? Is, is that ended? Or are you still? Um, the- no, we're still,
1: but he's actually finally had it. And uh, once they destroyed our house, he's like, "See, they they've lied to him. That it was all kind of." I, I I don't know. I, he did help him, but I think he's starting to help me now.
2: Sure, and I I guess I I asked the question because I was a bit confused. Who's the guy who went to uh, back, you know, for a second uh, tour? That's not that's Scott. That's
1: Scott, but he's not evil like they are. He has a good heart. He's like his mother. So,
2: and and he's so. I mean, he's away. He's not been really part of the scenario. And how long? this all happened, you're saying, in like 2010? So you've been living with this for 11 years kind of a thing? A long time, but I long didn't start time, getting yeah.
1: tortured until the last three years.
2: Right. When you were in the hospital, you had a triple bypass, you said? Yes. And and as when you have a bypass, isn't that the kind of thing where they put a little device in your um, blood vessels to keep them open? Isn't that part of the procedure? No, that's an
1: angioplasty or a stent.
2: Yeah, So, that's so, different. so what, what do they right. do to you when you had um, the triple bypass? They, they the- take a vein
1: from your yeah. other uh, – and reroute Out. your veins. Right. right. And right. they yeah. said I had um, – uh, what do you call it? Artery, something, something, something. Arterial, like,
2: um, yes.
1: Yeah. Something. Yeah. But it was blockage. But, I mean, I feel pretty good now, but that's because of my diet. I've lost some weight. The only thing they've really successfully done is torture me. Mm-hmm. So it's, now, a, it's an experiment that's gone awry is what's happened.
0: Now what? her stepson, what yeah. does he think why this is happening to you? What's now, his opinion?
1: He doesn't say much because he knows our house is bugged. I think that, I mean, I even have a video cam where they've broken in the home and, uh, but we're gonna have cybersecurity come out here and look for the cameras. Um, every time they know what I'm saying, because people would. And when I when I was going over to the house before I actually put two and two. See, the last thing how I knew she did it mm-hmm. because there was a her nurse was at four different procedures of mine, mm-hmm. I, and she uh, finally the last time I was coughing up blood, and she. Uh, the same nurse that mm-hmm. was at my original procedure was in her office. She refused to come out and see me and tr- uh, diagnose me, but she sent me down for x-ray. So,
2: um, <coughs> does, does this lady with the device, who does she ultimately work for? Is she working for a medical device company or for the government? No. What do you think? She,
1: she works for uh, Slido Memorial, which is an Ochsner-owned hospital. Ochsner knows, owns everything. I mean, at all the hospitals. So she is
0: an MD? Is that
1: her title? Yes. She's a pulmonary. She's got a couple of um, uh, specialties, pulmonary general practitioner. That's about it. But she's crazy. Her mother was institutionalized for uh, insanity for life. And she's also a really heavy drinker. Did Um,
0: Did you ever talk to her either on the phone or in person and say, what the hell? is going on. What did you do to me? Did you ever ask her that? No,
1: because she knows I know I've seen her in this community going in and out of these. Houses. Yeah. So what do you think they
0: actually did put some type of experimental device inside you?
1: I was afraid because I had no money because they, uh, I had, I hadn't worked in many years because I was on disability from uh-huh. my heart. And, uh, and they prevented me from getting gainful employment because they didn't want me moving away. Mm -hmm. So I was kind of in a catch 22, you know, he was helping me out. Like I helped him for many years and I was afraid of being homeless. Yeah. So, um,
2: I I guess I'm struggling. And plus I'm,
1: I'm deathly afraid of her husband. I'm not afraid of her, but I'm afraid of him. Is he still a cop? No, but he's, uh, he always, he's got many resources on the force and.
0: Yeah. Especially. You know. when, is it a small town you live in? Is there, or is yes. it like. City?
1: Yes. It's a small suburban town out of new Orleans. Yep. It's right is across st- the
0: lake. Is she still a doctor?
1: Yes. Unfortunately. She's kept this well hidden. And, uh, so oh, is yeah.
0: the, is that device that's inside you now, do, do they still do something to give you pain?
1: Oh, every night, every day when I lay down, it's like being shocked. And there's different volume levels. It goes full blast. And they also shot me up full of nano. You remember like last week when I mentioned the nanotechnology? Yeah. Well, I have proof of that, too. They put a lot of this nanotechnology inside me. What I can figure is, they threw me in the sewage to either they knew it, either catch a parasitic infection, a fungal infection, and they were mm-hmm. pumping in this blue fuzz. That's what I woke up to with this uh, the IVs, the, like fifteen IV bags two Tulane. What this nanotechnology mm-hmm. does, this machine vibrates, and the nanotechnology, which are nano worms, and I have thousands of them that's come out of me with my DNA all around it. Um. <coughs> <coughs> Sorry, and um, what it does is it goes. I mean, this is total like sci-fi. It's unbelievable. Uh,
0: that's why I'm saying to you, when people call in and, and ask you, some people might get nasty or, or you know, listen. I do not bother know, me. Don't take it personal, because I some won't. people are going to say to you, "You're making this up," or "Or you're crazy."
1: No, well, I've had a full psychic valuation, so. And I'm not crazy. <laughs>
0: no, I'm not saying you are. I'm just oh, okay. saying people right. are going to think that. They're well, going to say, well, but, you know, because the first thing, even last week, I said to you, well, you got to call the FBI if you can't. Call I've the
1: tried. Lord. I have tried. But I'm I'm waiting till he gets back because we're going to take all the evidence that I have and uh-huh. we're going to the Department of Justice and Cybersecurity. I have because one house. Oh, absolutely. Yes. I'm going. Um, taking all my proof. but see, he's been gone away for the last year and something. Yeah.
0: Even so- if he has to take you out of the state and sure. go to another state and another hospital that has nothing to do with this place, because right. there are other hospitals that have nothing to do right. with uh, any hospital in your state. They right. couldn't give a shit. Right. And- and get fully checked out once and for all, blood tests done, everything. Do you have mm-hmm. health
1: care insurance? No, I do not. Well, uh, you- how old are you? I'm 53. Well, you said you were
2: on disability, so I speak- was,
1: but but I I um, They actually when I went to my last disability hearing,
2: mm-hmm. the
1: doctor that I had refused to give up my medical records. So when I went to my hearing, I got denied my disability what about
0: uh,
2: Obamacare
1: that's
0: still around Is have you they ever applied for it? Obamacare it's, it's free
2: mm-hmm. as a result of COVID you can go on and get it for free I didn't yeah. know it was free Federal program.
0: yeah it's a federal program you could log on to their website and apply for it and really? you would get health care they but they don't they
1: require you to go to the doctor on a regular basis no no no, okay, because no. that's the problem. Well, another reason why I didn't want to get it because I thought there's no doctor that I can go to around here. You don't understand. They've sent. I had a garage sale to get money. They've sent nurses, male nurses, to intimidate me and threaten me, and yeah, I, I mean, it's it's been very bad. So I've been scared, and I just can't take any more of it. You know, it- so.
2: I'm going I'll start the question. <sighs> while people queue up uh, to talk. To yeah, if,
1: before
0: Ann starts asking questions, if anybody out there wants to call in, now, now you got the time to do it. But go ahead, Ann.
2: Shannon, I, I really struggle with the story. I'm wondering, in um, you know, um, what is the ultimate motivation of having this device in your body? Can you speak to who would benefit from or profit from or? I know.
1: think maybe people, and there's also a laser in it. it it's like two machines put together. Right. It sliced off. I did have like an internal cyst that I had from a, an underwire bra that caused an internal cyst. It sliced that thing right off. Knocked me on my ass. Mm-hmm. And it's multifunctional. And okay, it dries right. out things. And now, I mean, I get it like pumps up uh, dried fat. It, this thing goes down both legs. And goes up my back to my brain, and uh-huh. it's got this thing sitting right on top of my cervix,
2: and it's it. Um, who who's benefiting from this? Having this, you know, um,
1: <coughs> who could possibly benefit from it? Yes, um, I would definitely say you couldn't put it in any obese person because it would be too hard on the machine. Uh, anybody with like an internal fungal infection
2: or uh, a parasitic infection. So you're saying that, that it would be the manufacturer What's this of the is it the manufacturer of this device who would benefit I don't I'm, I'm really struggling. oh, oh she, she would definitely means, benefit if she, she got she a patent on who, or
1: something
0: yeah she means who would profit or who would what would someone get out of putting this device in you like are they doing it to give you pain or making money no, or
1: I think the they oh, because I'm a graphic designer and because they would have people on my uh, uh, on my computer and stuff, and I would go to like Vecteezy. That's where I would get some of my graphics. And uh-huh. people, you people can put their own graphics in there. And then all of a sudden, stuff would pop up like patent pending, and like they were secretly trying to tell me, oh, you gotta wait. There's a patent pending, and you're gonna get paid. And and I'd have people on there. It's like if you leave with your baby. The money will go to charity, like uh, like little hints of like you're gonna get paid, but you can't mm-hmm. leave yet, you know. And then, even uh, when I went to LRS, which they're supposed to put you on your feet and give you a job, she said because you're gonna get a lot of money out of this. I was like, "What?" And she kind like look at me, you know, but couldn't tell me everything and I'm like what What are you talking mm-hmm. about?
2: So Stuff again, like who is the beneficiary of the of the um who benefits from this device working? It who, would definitely it would be
1: her it would be her and
2: the Health just a doctor or would it be a manufacturer or who is I see that, that I don't know. Mm-hmm. I, cause nobody
1: will I, talk to me about this. They've isolated me pretty much. And I, um, mean, and no I would assume the doctor and the hospital system here and mm-hmm. um, probably it probably most likely came from a pharmaceutical company that they had built attached a razor what they call i heard her talking about the razor laser in 2006 four Uh years before it was put inside me and i wondered what the hell she was talking about well now i know what she's talking about
2: all right. I do have a little experience with pharmaceuticals, and typically if mm-hmm. there's a new device that's been developed, and um, it has to go through rigorous clinical trials in order exactly. for it to be in the post-market. And, exactly. and the people that volunteer or are, are paid generously for their participation, so I'm wondering. They're supposed they're to. Left out. Yeah. I haven't gotten a dime,
1: and they tried to prevent me from getting my own employment. That's plus, the bad they, thing. Plus,
0: they never told you what exactly. they put exactly.
1: Yeah, Exactly. They won't tell you, right? They won't tell right. you. But they put other technology in me to try and they wanted to, to use me and then have it then be sneaky and have me run me back to the hospital so they can take it out. She never intended to pay me.
0: Never. So so in other words, they used you basically as a guinea pig. Exactly. To perform, put this device in you and then perform other tests on you, like you said. All right. And really turned you into like a Wi-Fi device.
1: Yes, because it's control- It's it definitely controlled by remotely, by remote. So, I mean, so, all, even, even Dick Cheney in the 80s had a, his pacemaker. They kept trying to hack into it. Think of the technology yeah. that they have today that can be controlled remotely.
0: I bet you they would have loved to do that to Cheney. They Yeah. 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 <laughs> so, well, so now you, your next step is to do what you said with a person you're living with. Yes.
1: He is to tired of th- me screaming and crying and pain. I mean, cause it's obvious when they do this, it's, it's either they'll turn it up really full blast or they'll move the nanotechnology around kind of crazy And I mean, it's, it's definitely not nerves. And then all of a sudden it starts coming out of my skin. These little, I'll send you, I did a, I did a presentation on this, uh, with, uh, I'll send you my x-rays the x-rays that I do have of the technology that they put inside me. And I'll send you some of the nano, I got thousands of these nano worms coming out of me, out of my eyes, out of my ears, every part of my body, this stuff comes out of because this machine vibrates. And so it vibrates from the core all the way to the surface. And yeah. uh, I think through my research, the reason for the nanotechnology and the blue fuzz is parasites like to lie on the mucous membrane because they still had to have oxygen. So these nanotechnology, it comes up to the mucous membranes and they can move these nanotechnologies because I'm a, I'm a web designer and I do know how you can group elements and you can move them together it feels like an army of ants underneath their skin.
2: Mm-hmm. And
1: uh, and also I found out that in South America, they they shoot up people with nanotechnology just for torture. It's called the mafia, But um, they can move these things. But I think the reason being for it is once it reaches the mucous membranes and then they have the blue fuzz in it, it swabs the mucous membranes. And when mm-hmm. you have what they call like a, I think it's called a medicinal fungus. And that would strangle the parasites. You mm-hmm. see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So this thing is multifunctional. It could kill the parasites. It can draw out any fungal infection. It can slice off cysts or tumors benign on the inside. But they did it all wrong. You know, they, mm. sh- they should have paid me. They should have kept me happy. Should have kept me comfortable.
0: Oh, I agree. Yeah. Well, listen, if anybody wants to call in, now's the time. Call in if you want to ask Shannon a question.
2: But Shannon, where do you think the um, device is lodged in your body? Well, it sits above the cervix, but it goes up my spine
1: and into my brain. Mm-hmm. And it's uh, got two cables going down my legs because it's like a pump. And uh, I did have during my open heart surgery, I had an endoscopy in my leg for when they took uh, the vein out of my leg. So, mm-hmm. but um, because I mean, the whole body and it pumps this up. So, there's obviously some, they put a pump in my leg too. And you don't understand. I've been to doctor after doctor after doctor. And because they know my, and I've got proof of this, that her office was on my phone the whole time. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but it, because of her friend, Kathy, who controls all the arsoners and can hire and fire, I even had one doctor, I started asking him about it and he goes, I'm not going to get fired over this. And so, I mean, it's like, no matter where I went, where, I mean, because they control everything her friend did, not her, Right. Mm-hmm. but she had her as a resource. So it-
2: when you left the hospital, did they prescribe any prescriptions for you to, you know, other than the recovery of the heart surgery? Are you on anything else for the pain? Did they at least give you that or no?
1: Oh, yeah. I was on pain medications for two weeks and then they cut me off. Uh-huh. And then they also gave me one that's called Liprenosol, which is also used for parasitic infections. Oh. And I when had you were released? When you were
0: released from the hospital, that's from, what they were giving you?
1: From the original... Yes, the, now the, that's strange. Exactly, and I have proof yeah. of that. I have proof of all that.
0: Well, listen. I hope you get something done. I mean, you have to go to the authorities and
1: absolutely. See, and I couldn't been, go. I can't go to the little local sheriff here because this is actually considered federal jurisdiction because it's wireless. So, but I'm tabbing. It's taken me a long time yeah. to gather all this evidence. And that they're on my phone and, you know, but I have proof positive of this group. I yep. call it, I call it a nest. And, um, it's still everyday surveillance right next door. They've got like, it's like a call device. It's like an epicenter. Then they dole it out to whoever can watch for the day because people still have to have their daily lives, you know, who's ever yeah. off that day, who can watch the phone or, you know, make sure. And, um, these coders, what they've done is, They can actually manipulate your search results if they have. And I'll send you. I'll send you some stuff you won't believe about how the IPv6 can absorb an IPv4 phone to where they and send it to an evil router. Right now, I've got an extra router on my phone that should not Mm -hmm. be there, and done wirelessly. And you can't get it off. No, no, I cannot get it off. Tell and me,
2: uh, what is it that, how are you coping now? What are you taking for the pain and for the, you know, this um, awful situation?
1: I take nothing. nothing. I suffer through the pain. I cry. I scream because I refuse to take the medic because I, I refuse to go to the doctor ever again. This is well here. Anyway, it, it's given me such a scare that every time, you know, they put something different inside of me and, uh, there's no because see here in New Orleans, they're defying HIPAA law. They're sharing mm-hmm. one computerized system for every hospital. That means anybody can have access to any of your medical records.
2: Well, that's the new way that medical care is going across the country. Hospitals are are joining together to become large corporations. And even as a patient, you get to log on to the website and see your own diagnosis and your own... um,
1: Right. um, It has its its benefits, but then it also has... It leaves the door open for nefarious people.
2: I suppose.
0: Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, I think so.
2: Yeah.
0: Well, uh, when... When are you going to make this move to, to report these people?
1: Um, as soon as he, will be back in a couple of weeks. Thank goodness. And uh, I've gotten all my stuff. and made a master file of it. I mean, you don't understand these, these are dirty doctors. They're not just trying to do something good for the world. I have a hundred percent proof. She's a money launderer. She's a mm-hmm. mortgage frauder. She's a tax frauder. And one of the other sleep study women that I went to, uh, she's a, Big time, hundred million dollar more. They're, they're organized crime, mm-hmm. and um, but as soon as he gets back, he swore to me he's going to take me to the Department of Justice and Cybersecurity, and they're going to come here and sweep this house. and And Jeff Landry is the best thing about this state. He's got a PhD in law. He does not mess around. He abides by the letter of the law, mm-hmm. and he will help me. Because this would be a major coup for him. Because this is going to go global. When it gets out that a whole hospital system did this to me and tortured me without yeah. compensating me, without consent. I mean, this stems from 11 hospitals, like three different clinics, orthopedics. I mean, it's, it's, it's the whole southeast Louisiana.
2: Do you and, think, do you think uh, you're
1: the only one? See, this, see that's the thing. With any kind of research, you're trying to get a patent, you would have to have something to compare it to. That's yeah. what experimentation is, and she should know that. And um, so I think they've done this to somebody else, too. They would have to, to compare it. You can't get a patent on to make sure that the thing works.
0: Yeah. Well, you know? like you said, even when they drug you, you could have signed something, too, and you don't even know. No. You know what I mean?
1: No, I did not. No, I
0: did not. Well, I mean, like if once they bring you in the hospital, I had an operation once, and they mm-hmm. pumped me up with some dope, you know, before they wheeled me in the operating room, and I was so fucking high. I don't know. I could have signed the Declaration of Independence.
1: No, I, I, didn't, <laughs> I didn't sign didn't. anything. All the pa- <laughs> all all the papers were done when I was not medicated.
0: <laughs> I had right.
1: to, I had to wait a few days to get the surgery. So, um, yeah. Uh no, I did not. And plus, if that was the case, it would have been in my medical records. Nothing about anything like that was in yeah. my medical records. Yeah. So, did you
2: have to pay anything for your all your uh, hospital visits? Have you ever paid a bill?
1: Me- after yeah Medicare.
2: Medicare. So uh-huh. you think that they have access to what was actually done? What they you were charged? They were charged for.
0: Yeah. Doesn't Medicare have any files or? Things They can give you to show
1: Invoices. Probably I need to reach out I'm going to have my attorney do that once I can Get one that's what and every time I call an Attorney we're not taking in new cases I have called hundreds of attorneys and then I finally realized my god I'm talking To the same people You know it's and so finally I got proof of that and um, So that's What I'm going to have to do is when I go to the Department of Justice and Cybersecurity I'm going to start backwards From yeah. the, the the people that are uh, been hacking me and uh, harassing me beyond, they destroyed our house. A neighbor did spray painted the windows. Uh, You you don't under, I mean, unbelievable.
0: Your neighbor did this?
1: Yes. And I saw her with the doctor right around the corner. Yeah.
2: Yes. I I would offer a a few notes about this. The longer you wait, the harder it's going to be to prove. I mean exactly this over 10 exactly. years ago. So your chances yes. aren't great already it's- but
1: her but her coming over here Well, see but see no 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 the law states if a group a person or a group of persons tries to thwart you from seeking legal counsel for any kind of lawsuit it throws all statute of limitations out the door
2: uh, i understand that but the the um The trial and and the collection of of evidence and um, testimony is harder and harder with every day you wait. Exactly. So that's why as soon as he gets
1: here, we're going. But all this harassment has all been lately in the last three years. Yeah.
2: I would say don't wait. Don't wait for anybody to come home, you know, get in your car or whatever. I don't have a car.
1: And that's all the way an hour and a half away. Sure. So that's why I have to wait for him.
0: Once you go there you have to keep us informed as you have to let us know what they say. Oh, said.
1: absolutely. I'd like your address and I, I I'd like to send you the proof that I have in a little in a presentation you, that I've done.
0: You could email it to me because I don't give my address. Um, I don't
1: I don't know if I could email you because you can it only holds so it, it's like 2 or 3 hours. I yeah. can I can yeah. I can send you a you have a post office box or I can no. send you a flash drive of it.
0: No, no, mm. I don't. And well, uh, and I can I show didn't... you
1: some pictures. I can do your email. Yeah, I can show you the uh, yeah, X-rays of my me. jaw, yeah. and I can sh- I can show you pictures of the things that my neighbors did to destroy the house, and then I know that they were working with her because, um, like I said, I saw them together. Yeah, that's and that's I've seen crazy. her lurking in these houses. I saw her taken in and out of here at four thirty in the morning and then leave. At, she's moved in people in here. to. It's called a watch, and mm-hmm. it's like a, a medical watch, and it would take a long... It, it would take a group of people to surveil somebody 24 hours a day. Yeah. And, you know, people, everyday people, you know, they'd have to do it in their off days. So she is actually... There's nine different houses that are on my phone, and communications mm. constantly.
0: Do you, Now, do you know anybody else that uh, she was their doctor. Do you know anybody that no. went to her?
1: No, even her own stepdaughter. I heard said she's the worst doctor. I would never go to her. If she was dying, so <laughs> yeah. But it, I've to- I've had it, and I'm I'm going to the attorney general and to cybersecurity, and and I really hope they get you know she she murdered somebody over this.
2: Have you uh, um, served time in the military?
1: No, I have not. But I'm a military brat. My dad was in the Air Force. All my uncles are in the Air Force. Yeah. I was born on an uh, Air Force base, Lackland in San Antonio. Mm. Um,
0: well, uh, listen, I, like I said, I hope you finally get some kind of justice with this. Me too. Me
1: too. Because, but know. every day that this machine is on and they're torturing me with it is a crime. Yeah. So, so it's like one long crime. And her coming over here is a stalking crime. So, yep. So, and she's actually, uh, she's committed several other crimes since then. So it ties her back to the original crime because it was her nurse at my original procedure. Mm-hmm. So it's, it, she's done. I have so I I can put her away for life now. I just got to go do it.
0: You have to listen, people out there. We got seven more minutes. If you guys want to ask Shannon any questions, now's the time to call in. And I'm shocked because nobody's calling in and asking anything.
1: You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? It's maybe that's uh, a good thing. (laughs) I I guess so. I, I, I guess so. I don't know. But But if anybody knows a lawyer, a cyber lawyer, or um, anybody that would take on crimes against humanity, because that's what this is, a torture, uh, this is not medical malpractice. This is a crime. Um, It's a big-time crime. Every day, you won't believe the crimes that have been committed against me in the name of this stupid machine. Um, I really need – I'm going to get my email here, and anybody – Post I mean, your email. This would be a, a billion dollar coup for an attorney and his law firm, yep. if Eric not more. Just wrote,
0: Eric just wrote that you're very brave to share your story. and And he also says your story speaks for itself. Oh,
1: and you, your Eric story honey.
0: is credible.
1: This is thank what you. Eric is saying. Thank so you, Eric, honey.
0: Post your email out there. Maybe it's somebody funny. knows an attorney that they can... Um, you know, put it out there.
1: Now Shannon just put her email out, so I'll even you- give you my phone number. And if anybody wants any proof, I'll be glad to send it to you. If that's what I you want flash- to do. I put have pleasure. Yeah, I but mean, you might I'm- get some crazy
0: people calling you, so you got to be careful.
1: Yeah, that's true. Well, but still, it, I only need that one, and, and preferably an attorney out of the state because yeah. these people are very powerful people. And And Shannon,
0: you also have to be careful. I don't know if you want to, but if you do put your phone number out there, you got to be careful somebody doesn't try to scam you. You know what I mean?
1: Why don't I put my address better than my phone number? Because, um, I mean, because I've had a lot of fake calls, too, pretending, it's just crazy. They're using actors. I mean, it's just, it's ridiculous. Um, I'm going to put my address, and if you can mail me a letter of any law firm that would take on this, case, it's a lock it'd be like handing them a billion dollars. Yeah. But this is a story of crimes against humanity, um, illegal experimentation, which Bill Clinton's law states in 2016, you cannot experiment on a human being without consent or compensation.
0: Well, like, listen, I don't know you, you don't know me, but the thing is if your story's true, okay, okay, because I don't know if it's true. I'm just listening right. to what you're saying. I'm not if that I of a an, If I was an attorney and you had the proof, mm-hmm. I would take the case in a minute. And I would imagine if you go to the Department of Justice and the mm-hmm. feds see your proof, I think the first thing they would do to you is send you to their doctor.
1: And, and have you fully checked out to the make aunt. sure your
0: your story is real? I and would once, do that.
1: I would and, do that but not in this state. No, we're well,
0: you know, if you, even if you go to Washington D.C. That'd you know be great. Yeah.
1: I'd yeah. love that. I'd love that.
0: And it, and they did take you in. They would somebody wants to call in. So let's see. Okay. But if they did take you in, then they would obviously uh, make sure your story jives with
1: what absolutely. you're seeing. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. But and, I do have some x-rays already, though.
0: So. Yeah, they would look at them. They would look at them. I mean, right. they'd have to investigate the whole thing because you're, sure. you know, because this is outrageous.
1: I know. You think in this time and day and age, nothing like this would ever happen. I still wake up every day and can't believe it happened to me. I mean, it's just like it's like a, a sci-fi nightmare, you know, and it's, and they, yep. won't, they won't shut it off. It's unreal. I know. It is.
0: And you have anything else you want to ask or add? Because we got a couple of minutes left.
2: No? I'm speechless.
0: Well, I would imagine most people already hear a story like this, because basically what these people did, if her story's correct, they took her into the hospital mm-hmm. basically put and this is my opinion of what happened and doesn't mean this is true mm-hmm. but after hearing her tell her the whole story
2: mm-hmm.
0: this is the you know the way my mind works but this is <laughs> this is what I believe happened they took her in right she, she had, a, had a legitimate heart attack mm-hmm. right they fixed that right and Then then they decided they got together. And they decided we're going to bring her in again because right. she said she, you know, without her knowledge. And we're going to put this friggin' experimental device that we have. We're going to put it in her body and we're going to monitor her and see whether this device works. Right. Now, what does this device do? I don't think only people that know is the people that put it in her. Right. Right. And I personally think, I don't think this doctor is sitting at home on a computer or some kind of device and saying, you know what? I'm going to zap Shannon tonight. I'm going to stick it to her. I uh-huh. think this device is doing it that because it's fucked up. It's on her own. It's on her. The device is basically running on its own and it's yeah. malfunctioning and it's zapping her. That's what yeah. I think
1: is happening. But the people in the Wi-Fi area can move yep. the nanotechnology, though. And because they move it all kinds of crazy, it's like in circles, and and it's unbelievable. I think it's some kind of game or some kind of toy. And I can tell you exactly how it looks on a computer screen, because I'm a web designer. Each one of these nanotechnology had to be categorized and itemized and coded and put down into software. So you can can, um, install the software on a laptop to be able to move the nanotechnology. So yeah. the way a computer screen reads, you have RGB or uh, CMYK color. And so mainly, is, I'm sure basically it's RGB. So the colors, each nanotechnology would probably light up as a green dot. So
2: uh-huh. they're
1: probably looking at me if it's in every pore, every part of my body. So they're probably looking at a three-dimensional um, uh, human figure probably with no hair because the nanotechnology can't be in the hair and they take just a click of the mouse on they can zoom in and can, they can move one and they move it with the mouse or they could group them like making a website or move a whole bunch of them. Yeah. So I mean it's it's crazy. And then I have them come out of me when I sweat and, and out of my eyes. It's everywhere I'm peeing them out. And in the bathtub, the whole bathtub's black because it's full of them. They put so much of that stuff in there. But I know know where they got the nanotechnology, too, now. Where did they get it from? From a man in San Jose, California. And you know his name? Yes, I do.
0: You want to say it?
1: Not yet. All right. Because he actually knows some men that I knew a long time ago. All right. Um, well, listen.
0: We're going to end the show, but uh, like I said, once you do go to the Department of Justice, we want to know what these people say to you.
1: Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Or I'm going to tune into gonna your. Do. I'm going to tune into your show every Friday. Yeah. <clears> um, if, if anybody could send me any, any information on an attorney, help me out with that, or you know, All right, somebody. So we have your email now. And I put my address on there as well. Oh, you did? Yeah. My address is on there too. Oh, all right. So if
0: anybody out there listening can help Shannon, she has her email out there. She has her address. She's looking for an attorney to represent her in this huge case. I have to say, Shannon, this is the most outrageous thing I ever heard that was done to someone.
1: I am not a liar. I am willing to take lie detector tests. I have the proof. So I mean, and no one should ever oh. doubt me. So I mean, I mean, listen, don't get upset at me, but oh, I Oh no, that. no, 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 no. I get love I, I love you. <laughs> like
0: listen, I'm playing devil's advocate. And I gotta ask you one last but have you ever
1: been in a psychiatric hospital? No, sir. I, I have to drink. ask you that. I and I actually I had a, because I want my lawyer to, I wanted to have, have that ahead of time. And I, have a, I
0: asked you that question,
1: but why? It, it, just a very, it's a very logical question. Of course. Um, of but course. I've, had a, I've had a psyche valve uh, recently, oh. and just so I have it documented, and I came out with flying colors. They're like, we don't know why you, that's another one of the things that this neighbor did. She tried to send me to while I'm documenting her crimes, it was Uh two people. She went to the coroner's office and signed an order of protection uh, of me. So they came in and like, you got to go get a psyche valve. She was in on it with the doctor. It backfired on her. So then they were like, we don't know what you're doing here. You're not crazy. Like this girl is crazy. And I showed them the pictures of what she was doing to me. The cops even took all the paper that she taped up on my window. So, and then- so then now I found out she was in contact with the doctor and it yeah. backfired on her. The coroner's office completely apologized to me. So we are so sorry, ma'am. And it's it's a big deal. It just but, gets crazier and crazier. Yeah. So Holy she's committed God. more crimes. She was trying to get me to go to her hospital 50 miles away and it backfired on her. So now she's in real trouble. She wanted me to go there, and believe me, she would have done something to me, yep. either induced or killed me. You know, I would have never left that hospital. She tried to get me to go to Janine's hospital, and I've never done a thing to this neighbor. I'll send you some of the stuff that this girl has done to me. I've never yelled at this girl, and she's moved out yeah. since. She got scared. She's yeah. going to prison as well. And, uh, okay, I got a- well,
0: well, listen Shannon, you got I hope you get justice with this and, and um
1: thank you. Can I have Eric's email too?
0: Eric, if you want to give her your email or maybe he probably he might not want to put it out here oh, or, I would like or to, he I'd like to get in touch it, with Eric. Eric, send her your email if you want. Listen guys, Shannon, unbelievable story, and I feel sorry for you. I hope oh, thank you. you get some kind of friggin' justice. Wow. And I'm going I'm to hurt these people <laughs> with the law. You got to. You have to do yeah, it. I'm going to. Eric said, I will send it privately.
1: Okay, through my email. He has my email?
0: He, yeah, Eric, her Great. email is posted in the feed.
1: Yeah, take a screenshot of it, Eric.
0: Yep. Okay, guys. Listen. Have a good weekend out there, and be safe. Be careful. And Shannon, I feel for you. I hope Thank you get you. some kind of closure, and I hope you you get back at these motherfuckers. You gotta I do. I am. Something. I am.
1: And I'm gonna send you the biggest gift when I win my case <laughs> for having me on and spreading <laughs> the word. What this bitch did to me, man. All right, Uh, Shannon. All right. All right. Take
0: care, everybody. Be safe. And I'm taking you out with my (laughs) little Italian music. Love it. (laughs) Woo! I met somebody. All right, people. We're on every Friday, 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Everybody follow me, download all my stuff. I need a lot of downloads, a lot of uploads, too. Thank, thank you, and, Eric. And what's that thing I just started in? Thank For you, man. Click on. Fan club. Yes, you I got a fan, fan club going. So click on to my fan club. <sighs> I think how you do it is you click on to my picture there as host. It says join fan club. So join my fan club because Podbean just started it. All right, people. Be safe. Ciao, Bella. Shannon, uh, take care. Bye-bye. go. We will always mix the flour. Later, Eric.
2: Thank you, Eric. Email me, Eric.